Hey, I'm Hendel Leva, and welcome to the Immigration Mike Podcast, where we take you through the journey and story of every guest and the personal reason why they're fighting for immigrants across the nation in their own way. Find all Immigration Mike interviews on the Apple Podcasts now. Ryan <laughs> Welcome to episode 95 of the Immigration Mike Podcast. We're only five episodes away from the 100th episode. And it's time to let you know, we're officially holding the 100th live episode celebration at Hofstra University on Long Island on November 13th. Guys, it's been nearly four years in the making for the podcast, and we're going to make this epic. If you're in New York or Long Island, register for the event at immigrationmike100.eventbrite.com. Here's the lineup. Professor Mario Murillo, Vice Dean of the Lawrence Herbert School of Communications, and I will be talking about the evolution of the podcast and the opportunities that have been created for myself and my guests alike, and how podcasting is not just about commercial success, but how it is a powerful driver of social and cultural functions. Daniela Vieira, singer, performer, and doc recipient, featured on the Grammy award-winning album American Dreamers will be joining us for a conversation and a performance, making her a two-time guest of the podcast. And we'll also talk about how a Twitter conversation became a remix, which became an opportunity. And finally, bringing it full circle. I've spoken a lot about her on the podcast, but I've purposely held off on interviewing her until the right moment. My featured guest will be Eliana Fernandez, activist, mom, dreamer, and lead organizer at Make the Rule New York. Her story, from never having shared her story publicly to becoming a part of the National Immigration Dialogue, is the inspiration behind the podcast, and we're excited to bring it to you together once again on this stage. So come for a night of entertainment and network with others working on immigration reform and people active in the podcasting world. Remember to register at immigrationmike100.eventbrite.com. Today's episode is going to be focused on storytellers and immigration podcasters. But before we get to it, I want to tell you about my experience at Podcast Movement in Orlando, where more than 3,000 podcasters came together to learn from each other, network, and be a part of this ever-growing landscape. It was amazing. If you're a podcaster, you should definitely plan to attend a Podcast Movement in the future. Next year, Podcast Movement will be in Dallas, Texas. Here were my top three takeaways. One, it's a conference where you could talk to anyone about podcasting. The very first day, the organizers told us that the power of the conference is in the conversations in the halls, and I took full advantage of it. For three days, if I was not talking to someone, I made sure I was introducing myself to the next person around the corner. Two, building our community of Latino podcasters and podcasters of color is incredibly important. And it's also important to bring more people into these spaces. I'm already talking and working with others to move these projects forward where I can. I accidentally ran into a convening of Spanish-speaking podcasters, and I left with an entire network. Three, management and workflows in podcasting are incredibly important. Right now, I'm working on this both personally and professionally, and I look forward to passing on some of these lessons and learnings along. And so speaking of podcast movement, I needed to be proactive before I even got there. Using the conference app, I found two other people that work with immigration podcasts, and we sat down for a meeting, and so in this bonus episode, I'm going to introduce them and play some of their work. If you support Immigration MIC, 
please support them too as the immigration podcasting community grows. First, let me introduce Ian Gaines of Immigration Nerds. He's from D.C., he works as a paralegal, he's a person of color. In his capacity, he's exploring all of the legislative happenings on immigration nationally and taking on the complex, nuanced conversations. Here's some of Ian's conversation with Danny Barr from the Brookings Institution. How do you quantify the economic value of cultural knowledge? The ability to share one's unique know-how within the marketplace, which ultimately leads to new innovations. How would you collect this handful of intangibles and somehow alchemize it into numbers, graphs, and PowerPoints? David M. Rubenstein Fellow Danny Bahar from Brookings Institution is tackling just that. And he joins us today on Immigration Nerds. Through his studies and research, we discuss the more implicit factors that migrants contribute towards economic growth in a nation. Because as we know, if it doesn't make dollars, then it doesn't make sense. I'm Ian Gaines. Come join us beyond borders. Today, we're talking about the economics of immigration, the economics of migration. We're taking this time today to get into the actual studies and the research of, right. of the matter. So that's why we have you here. Great, great. <laughs> the expert. <laughs> so, uh, well, but first, uh, Danny, t- uh, tell me a little bit about your background. Sure. Well, first of all, I'm an immigration nerd myself, so I'm really glad to be a guest in your amazing mm-hmm. podcast. Um, uh, well, I'm an economist uh, mm-hmm. who really focuses on, on studying migration, but I think that what led me here is um, a little bit of my personal background. In May 14th of 1948, there was a ship that arrived to the port of La Guaira in Venezuela, near Caracas, who brought in my my grandmother. She was 23-year-old at the time. She was coming from England. She lived there for 10 years after fleeing her hometown in Poland because of the Nazis. She was adopted by a non-Jewish family who took her in. All of her family were murdered by the Nazis in, in Eastern Europe. And she was coming to visit her two of her sisters. One of them actually saved her life. She was the one who forced her uh, to join this train that, that's, that saved her when she was 15 years old. Then she met my grandfather, who was another refugee from Yugoslavia in Venezuela. And, and, you know, they married and they made a life in a new country surrounded by really the kindness of, of, of the Venezuelan people. Mm. I was born a few decades later. And, and then I myself decided to fulfill a childhood dream, which was I wanted to become Israeli. And mm. I moved, I immigrated to Israel. Mm. Um, so then I was a migrant myself again. Uh, you know, struggling to get to fit in society, learning language, finding jobs, uh, serving in the army, actually. I, I think that my personal background, it's its a lot of what motivated me to, to study the huge benefits that migrants and refugees bring to economies, mm. if they're allowed to integrate, if they're allowed to work. So uh, my life took me to do a PhD um, here in the U.S., so then I immigrated once again. All right. And right now I'm here. I, I've been working a lot on, on the benefits, on, on measuring the benefits and the gains from migration. Right. Um, which uh, I, I think he, we tend to, when we think about migration, we tend to focus for the most part on, 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 on a, I want to say, a very narrow part of the economic game, which is like, are migrants affecting our wages? Are they affecting right. our our jobs uh, and so on mm-hmm. but there's much more to that right i mean migrants are to put it simply connecting the world 
Awesome. Follow Ian at Nature of G on Twitter and make sure to subscribe to the Immigration Nerds podcast. Next, we have Megan Wetmore, who works at the National Immigration Forum, where she helps to plan and implement the media and digital strategies and is the producer of Only in America with Ali Nurani. Only in America is a podcast with Americans from all walks of life and across the political spectrum speaking openly about how through immigration, culture, identity, and values are shaping and defining the country, along with offering a constructive way forward in the immigration debate. When you visit the U.S.-Mexico border, you cannot miss the rust-colored steel bollards that cut a stark line through the hills. They're jarring. But if your eyes move just quick enough, the bollards melt just a little bit into the landscape. In early January, I went back to the border, and from a McDonald's on the Arizona side of the Nogales border fence, I could see these very same bollards. But this time, it seemed as if the bollards were topped with a holiday tinsel. I paused. I looked again. Nope. The gleaming silver was concertina wire, ready to slice anyone who touched it, just as it sliced an ever-deepening gash between the U.S. and Latin America. I'm Ali Nirani, and welcome to a special episode from the border of Only in America. 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 You can follow Megan on Twitter at Megan Wetmore, and subscribe to Only in America with Ali Nurani on Apple Podcasts. So I just want to say it was great meeting you guys. We had a blast at Podcast Movement, and we walked away with great connections and friendships. And that's what it's all about. I'm re-energized, I'm focused, I'm excited, ready to take all of this into the 100th episode of Immigration Mike in November. And lastly, a few weeks ago, I got to interview with the podcast at the end of the day which is a weekly podcast for career guidance to the newly arriving young immigrants to the United States. Anuz is a multimedia journalist who has done extensive work in his home country, but also here, having produced a short video series on immigration in New York City and has an award-winning documentary, Fighting for Justice, which focuses on anti-Muslim hate crimes and how the criminal justice system is reluctant to charge people with a hate crime. Dipika is a highly accomplished media professional and trainer having worked at BBC Media Action Nepal and has worked on an array of community building projects, which you can check out on the podcast website, podcastattheendoftheday.com. Anuz and Dipika were so much fun. They were so friendly and they're all about making their podcast a multimedia production. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity to have sat down with them. Here's some of our conversation. Hansel, thank you so much for being in our podcast. Thank you, Anuz and Dipika. I really <laughs> appreciate being here. You're a podcaster, a storyteller, a mentor. You seem to be a young guy who everyone wants to be today, in today's world. Like every young one, every young guy (laughs) wants to be a person like you, a mentor, a storyteller, because that sounds really cool. I really appreciate that compliment. I really do. (laughs) So, Hindal, let's start this uh, interview with uh, a short intro about your podcast. So, what is your podcast about? It's really about people telling their stories, their Mm -hmm. personal stories, the anecdotes that they want to share when it comes to the fight for immigration reform. Now, now I know, you know, in listening to your podcast, and I believe you guys have done like 40 episodes or so. We have done like... More than 60 episodes. Yes. 60 episodes, (laughs) right? That means you haven't listened to past 20 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the thing is, you, you, 
you know, in listening to, to your podcast, like I, I hear the complexities. I hear, you know, uh, the passion that people have, the entrepreneurship. And so I believe that your podcast focuses on a different part of the immigration system and mine focuses on, on the immigration movement. Yes. And so when I found you guys on LinkedIn, I thought, you guys have an immigration podcast. I have an immigration podcast. There's not too many of us out there. Let's get together. Mm -hmm. And so I, I sent you a message, and here we are today. Yeah, yeah thank you are. so much for reaching out to us. Yeah. We really appreciate it. And that's the importance of community, you know, not only when it comes to our immigration stories, our personal stories, but also in podcasting. Right. Um, podcasting is relatively new. It's energetic. Uh, so wherever I can help, I always look to open doors. Yeah. So that's why I'm here with you guys. Yeah. To give an advice to newly arriving immigrants like us, yeah. Uh, what what advice do you want to give out to them? So, so there's there's two pieces that I came here wanting to to say. Number one is that even if you came through the system, nothing is guaranteed today politically. The political climate, everything is so toxic that whatever you think is safe today may not be safe tomorrow. So. So, yes, listen to at the end of the day. Yes, listen to at Immigration Mike podcast because you never know what can help you in the future. Mm -hmm. And secondly, is more on content creation and podcasting. Nobody go listen to the first 50 episodes of Immigration Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I like rap on like the intro for like the first 50. <laughs> um, but the advice I have is. Put that content out there. Put your voice out there. How express yourself because you need to begin somewhere. Because yes, I'm reaching 100 episodes. Yes, this is going to be you know this great celebration, or whatever. But I'm telling you, I came from a place where I was sitting in my basement and tears falling down my face, like I had lost everything. And it was only through putting this content content out that I got myself back. I got my career back, and I'm opening doors for more people. Hey guys, a quick note, if you have a personal story that you think might be helpful to the newly arriving immigrants in the U.S., please contact us. We would love to feature you in our podcast. Go to our website, podcast at the end of the day dot com and write to us by going to the feedback section. And by the way, if you love this podcast, you can support us with a small donation. Your help will enable us to continue producing more episodes. All right, well, thank you for joining us for this bonus episode of the Immigration Mike podcast. I just want to say, this is exactly what I love about podcasts, about working together to achieve immigration reform, or to just be involved. Us together, all of us. Me, Handel, Ian, Megan, Dipika, Anuz, and other podcasts we haven't discovered. Could you be one of them? I want you to be one of them. Because my last takeaway is that just like I've said, Everyone has a story to share, to contribute in the fight for social justice. At this point, everyone needs to start a podcast to help their business, to change careers, or to just get their voices out there. That's what I have in mind as we move toward, again, the 100th episode of Immigration Mike, which started, which started from nothing. And now we're going to be on the stage at Hofstra University celebrating November 13th. And that's what we're doing. We're opening these doors.